0: Welcome to Plug In For More, brought to you by EVUniverse.com. EVUniverse is your one-stop shop for all things related to the electric vehicle. Here on this podcast, our goal is to educate, inspire, and hopefully make your transition into the electric vehicle marketplace a lot less intimidating. And now, here are your hosts, Mike, Tom, and Bryant.
1: Cool. Looks like everyone's logged in, ready to go. We're uh, ready for podcast number fifteen. Awesome. Welcome
2: back, yeah. guys. Yeah, I've so. been I've been gone for the last few. So thanks for having me back. <laughs> we suppose. we kind back years. for now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got a guest with us today, Sean Turner from uh, Sarah Buick Kia in Washington, Michigan. Uh, Brian, why don't you give us an introduction with him, and uh, we can get on with it
2: yeah so uh sean was my sales guy i connected with when i was looking for my ev6 and found each other um on the internet and if you haven't listened to that episode you should go back and listen to it it's a fascinating story how i was really not looking for a kia and then ended up with a a post from sean and buying the car within hours so um we wanted to talk to sean because now it's been five months or so since um i've had my ev6 and he's he sold a bunch more EV6s and just an interesting conversation from his perspective on a dealership and how they're selling just EVs in general and some of the trainings and whatnot. So Sean, welcome. And
3: uh just want to get a little bit of background on yourself. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um I'm uh eight years in the business. So it's so with EVs, it's re- it's been just recently, so last year or so, um EVs have finally been coming out. And uh so really Bryant was one of my first And uh, in EV sales, and very informative. But uh, yeah, Mountain Washington Township, Sarah, Kia, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac.
2: Well, welcome.
3: Yeah, welcome. Thank you for
2: thank for coming on. I'm curious. uh, Let's go back to you know March, April, kind of like when you when you first were learning about the EV6 coming to the United States. I mean, my my first time I saw it was the Super Bowl commercial. Probably that's where most people first saw it, but. Take us through kind of what kind of training, um, you know, what kind of training you get on EVs, and take us through what kind of learnings you had to do personally as you started transitioning to selling EVs.
3: Yeah, definitely. So the, of our four brands, three of them are actually carrying EV products that are for sale. Um, Kia, obviously, being the one with the EV6 and the Nero EV, um, Cadillacs Lyric, and the GMC Hummer. Um, so with those those three vehicle four vehicles, uh, Kia, Cadillac, and GMC have all provided their own training, um, and actually they've done so they've done the the over the internet the online training videos as well as live training. Which if you're like me of learning in real life hands on goes way above and beyond than just watching the videos. So as much as those videos are informative and they have pretty much cover everything, those those in real life trainings definitely help and they've provided all that for us
4: wonderful how long are those trainings i'm just curious like if you're the written ones how long do you take you to get through it
3: seems like 24 hours (laughs) uh, (laughs) sitting at a desk and watching a video for a while just gets a little redundant but uh no it's it's you know each one i'd say a couple hours a couple hours of just non-stop online training of each gotcha
4: And then like in person, I'm assuming they have the vehicle there and you get to go through it and they're walking you through like all the ins and outs of it a couple hours or how long is,
2: are those typically?
3: Uh, they varied, I guess, uh, from time, from each uh, brand, but I would say an hour is probably a rough, good idea on that.
2: So Sean, take us through, I mean, you've sold now, you know, a handful of EVs. Um, I'm sure, you know, obviously you and I, the learning um, curve for both of us was pretty steep. I've, you know, I've, I've talked about that a lot for, for both of us, but, um, has the learning curve leveled off now that you've sold a few and kind of are you an expert or is it you know what each manufacturer's ev is so different
3: that you have to keep learning like talk us through that i would not call myself an expert by any means (laughs) but uh you know i'm definitely growing more confident you know our experience you and i brian that was probably like i was saying earlier the most informative scenario i've ever had in the sales process so that was definitely helpful. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, the eight years in the business that, that experienced you and I, that was definitely helpful. Um, um, there are times where I'm still getting like my voltage and kilowatts and that kind of stuff, like, you know, like wrong, but it's just part of the growing pains. So I'm getting confident, but I'm always learning.
4: I've got a question as far as the, the typical buyer, what are you seeing as far as, um, you know, an ice vehicle. What that buyers like that you're normally seeing versus the EV buyer. So, you know, the the EV six buyer, especially since well, that's brand new.
3: Um, you know that it's it's quite different. Pretty much everything is different. Um, you know, the EV buyer, it's new. It's it's a little bit trendy, I guess. So, every time I've got you know I've had an EV buyer, it's a very eager and it's like an adventure kind of purchase, whereas. I, don't get me wrong. Your 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 gas you know ICE vehicle those uh, those buyers are still I've sold I sold plenty of dream vehicles to somebody. Somebody's getting their Corvette or something like that. So, but um, this is this is a whole new thing. So um, they're very excited. Whether that's just um, new technology or reducing their carbon footprint or. Um, just staying up in the technology or even the performance. I know a lot of people like the performance of vehicles and there's a new performance style EV6 coming out. So it's, it's very exciting.
4: Yeah. So the GT, have you uh, got any insights for us on that? As much as
3: what everyone else knows, unfortunately. So, (laughs) so like the, uh, the amount of information that's uh, given out to the public is pretty much the same information that we receive up and until uh, it actually arrives.
4: Gotcha. Do you have any idea when you're going to get one? No idea. Not yet. Maybe. All right. We'll keep bugging you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited.
2: Sean, I'm bummed because they uh, unveiled it at Pebble Beach. And I, of course, I could not see it at Pebble Beach. By the time I got down to that area, it was well wrapped up. But uh, I was hoping to get my eyes on it. Granted, it's going to look exactly like my car. So it yeah. doesn't look anything different on the outside. Maybe a trim piece here or there, but I still wanted to see it.
3: So. Mm-hmm. Beautiful car, though.
2: Um so Sean curious about are most buyers um sold on EVs already or are just someone walking the lot and they're not really sure and you're talking into an EV like talk us through what that looks like
3: when someone's when someone's inquiring on an EV or are there on an EV 100% of the time so far they've been sold on it so um there's never that uh leeway of should I get one should I go back to uh, you know gas powered it's it's nothing like that right now now When it comes to somebody that's not so into an EV vehicle and they're on the fence, teetering, I may get somebody like that that's just looking at a a gas-powered vehicle. Um, But you know, it's it's being in where I where I live, which is in Motor City, it's it's a little bit tougher with the clientele because it seems like everybody and everybody's friends and family are all GM or you know Chrysler Ford, so it's everyone's just so familiar with. With uh, the ICE vehicles, so yeah, that,
2: that makes sense. I was gonna I was gonna ask you about that too because I I run into a lot of misconceptions on EVs. A um, local cars and coffee had the new Hummer you're talking about, and uh, the gentleman that pulled up in it. That- Uh, The gentleman I was with, he was just kind of like poo pooing it, like, oh man, look at that thing. It's probably so slow. And he's got a new, brand new C Corvette. I was like, I don't know, man. That thing's actually faster than your Corvette. So, (laughs) and it weighs like 10,000 (laughs) pounds and can fit an elephant in the back, you know? So, um, you know, what kind of misconceptions do you, or maybe like in the same time as people are walking through the dealership and you might have an EV in stock for a minute, like, what kind of misconceptions do you hear about those?
3: Um, The slow one's fun because. That's, that's easily, okay. <laughs> easily fixed. I mean, it. they are, especially yours, Brian, I'm sure you know that how quick it can be and the GT is just going to be crazy, but uh, no, I, I think my favorite one, I don't like to get too political with it, but um, it's actually worse for the environment part. Uh, that one's always uh, fun yeah. <laughs> to hear, but the answer is obvious. Yeah. Um, or even the inability to take a road trip without stopping too much like they're they're very nervous which i get brian i know you had a little bit of road trip anxiety with it yeah but uh but you know this world infrastructure it's building it's only going to get better so this road trip anxiety is going to be gone and before you know it the the amount of money saved during a road trip will they'll make it the road trip vehicle you know
1: yeah
4: yeah that's what we do I mean, we save a ton. I mean, and we, we've had a, a couple of different conversations about this on the podcast as far as, you know, traveling across the country, you know, for myself, I've done that numerous times and it's by the time you get, especially with kids, by the time you get them out of the car, go to the bathroom, get a little snack. I mean, your, your charge is done and then you're, you got to move because it's someone else's waiting to use it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's silly at this point. Um, I think it's only going to get better.
2: Right. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I was I was going to ask around, you know, what are some of the common questions EV buyers ask you when they're you know coming to pick up the vehicle, or do you have any advice for people that the questions they should be asking you? Maybe they don't realize it, and you have to educate them on.
3: Yeah, I mean, right now, um, the frequently asked questions right now would be really probably pertains to the availability of vehicles. I mean, unfortunately, um, it's kind of the world we live in right now. Um, I will tell you this, my e- the E V clientele is the most informed type of customer I've ever had. So it's they uh Bryant, you know, they they put me to the test at times. So um it's really hard to keep up with them, but you know, you gotta do your best. And uh but you know, with my experience with the EV six sales that I've had under my belt, um the the probably the most frequent questions would be like the ch- charging levels um what what kind of charging like what do you recommend that kind of deal and i always go back to what kia recommends and then how to incorporate charging within a commute i know that's a pretty common one so it's nice to you know recommend those apps and then obviously mileage ranges so they like to know what what's a full fully electric uh uh, range that they get with their vehicle certain trim levels but uh that's that's about the most frequently asked questions that i receive and it's uh you know, like I said, they're very informed, they're informed on what they're looking at. So they make it easy on me, really. Sean, a quick question. As far as, you know,
4: you've got a lot of people coming to you saying, hey, when can I get a car? How long is the wait? Can I actually get the trim I want, color I want? What what, what do you have for advice for people who are looking to get an EV, an EV let's say an EV6 right now, as soon as they possibly can? Maybe it's not going to be next week. But, you know, Brian was lucky and he got his within a couple weeks, you know, We've got our thoughts on how to do it, but from your perspective, you get got someone someone who comes into your dealership and says, "Hey Sean, I want to buy an e v six How do we do that? What's the best way to accomplish that with those folks?
3: Definitely getting a relationship with a salesperson who works with Kia sales um like myself i've been able i've talked to Craig quite a bit, um and I'm keeping him informed as much as I can uh but it's it's you know it's we get him so often, so it's like it's at times it's going to be a allocation that's picking up somebody's order. So if I get another one in, it's, it's whoever, and if that order matched um, or if that allocation matched their order, then they're, they just getting picked up first. Whereas it's not just going to be a uh, open to purchase allocation. So we don't get as many in as I'm hoping for, but with this new plant that's being built in Georgia, I'm really hoping it ramps up because it's, it's a lot of waiting right now. Now I'm constantly looking. I've got a list of guys and, uh, and girls that are waiting for the EV6. So as soon as one comes in, I call every single one of them from top to the bottom, and uh, sometimes it doesn't meet exactly all their needs, but or wants. But they will tend to, uh, you know, settle for what they want because waiting just takes so long sometimes. Sure.
4: So I mean, basically, to make sure you have that relationship, and then you have their information, your information in their phone. So they know when that phone rings, it's you calling. And they can
0: not miss that call you're listening to the plug in for more podcast if you're looking for information on electric vehicles electric vehicles components or information on how to reduce your carbon footprint look no further than evuniverse.com evuniverse.com is your one-stop shop for all things related to electric vehicle
2: so sean we we just had the inflation reduction act passed shortly you know a couple weeks ago maybe What is uh, the EV6 on that? Is it qualify for the tax credit anymore?
3: It no longer qualifies for the the tax credit. Um, Reason being is it is not fully assembled in North America. Um, So it's shipped over here, obviously. And then, uh, so basically reason being, they're trying to provide the North American product EVs with that tax credit as opposed to overseas.
4: Sean, has that affected your sales at all? I mean in the last or interest in the car. I mean that's seventy five hundred dollars, so I mean, that's a big chunk of change.
3: You know, I'm I'm a little torn on it. I have not I've not received any uh any backlash yet. You know, I've had one person who's in the mix of purchasing an E V six when this happens, so it's a bummer, but you know, he's getting the G T line matte Gray. It's exactly what he wanted. We just happen to have it, so he's one of the lucky ones. So he's uh he's happy regardless. I don't know. I, there's so that's such a high demand for the vehicle that I don't think it's going to stop anything as of right now. But uh, I can I I'd assume that North American made EVs may get a little more popular with this te- uh, tax credit.
1: Would there be any type of plan from Kia to try to counteract that, to either lower a price or try to do something to be more competitive?
3: We were curious if they were going to come out with a rebate um, to kind of combat that, but um, we have not heard any news yet. John, what about used EVs?
2: Because now they qualify for a tax credit, which is new. So maybe is it going to make it
3: easier for someone to buy a used EV? I would think so. You know, we haven't we have not been uh, given any type of uh, information in regards to which vehicles receive it. I've read a little bit of the act, um, so I've I have an idea, but I'm just waiting for uh, an actual answer on which vehicles actually receive that credit and how to go about it so we're waiting on that training i'm expecting that pretty soon Um, again this act just got signed recently so within the last two weeks so it's uh definitely definitely waiting to hear something back
2: yeah, and, and listener, look for our blog post because I'm going to deep dive this this tax credit act. It's pretty long, but I have it downloaded. And when I can't sleep one night, I'm going to read it. And I will put a blog post out of it. So we will find out soon.
4: We'll see how it turns out if you're sleeping while reading it. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we might only, the blog post might only be halfway halfway done when it gets published. But uh, you know, at least Brian got a good night's rest. Okay.
3: <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. So you guys had a Hummer EV in there at your dealership that looked pretty sweet. Did you get a chance to drive it or did you sell it? Like, tell us about it.
3: I did not get a chance to drive it. As soon as, as, soon as it became our inventory, I asked the first question I asked and uh, they said no. So um, <laughs> that is a monster of a vehicle. That is just um, beautiful. So much technology on the inside of it. Now, I wasn't able uh, to be the guy that sold that vehicle but plenty of interest. I uh, talked to quite a few people on the online forums about it, and there was a lot and a lot of interest, but uh, ultimately someone else was able to get that sale, so I was unable to be there for it. Now, I do know this. Uh, you may not know, but uh, the first owner of the Hummer, when they come to purchase the vehicle, the GM representative actually um, arrives at the dealership, and it's in a whole unveiling process. There's a big black... Off that's over the Hummer. It's covered in the showroom. And then when that owner is ready to see their new vehicle and it's a whole unveiling, it's very exciting. So That's, that's awesome. It's like a, a Porsche or a
4: McLaren or something. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. I was people.
2: not aware of that. Sean, yeah.
3: have you seen the um, new Cadillac Lyric yet? I have. So that was one that I was... A little back and forth, and if I liked it or not, and then when I saw it in person, that lyric it was the its stance, like how wide, and the, the wheelbase is so long. It's 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 a very very beautiful car. Um, it's the te- the technology in it, just like the EV6, uh, the one you have. Uh, the technology is very up to date, and it's very nice. It's 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 hands down, way more than what I expected when it arrived.
2: Um, my first uh, first time seeing it was last week too uh, at Pebble Beach. I had seen pictures of it, um, and I wasn't gonna. I didn't think I was gonna like it. I really thought it was not something that um, I would enjoy seeing. But when I saw it, and granted, I couldn't sit in it. You know, I couldn't drive it. But when I saw it, I was like taken aback because they did a great job. They really did a great job with that. So I actually flipped my opinion completely to a believer and from from a hater to a believer.
3: Same with me. Same with me.
2: So, Sean, I get I get this uh, nice like try to trick you in the e- in the mail like, hey, you didn't activate your warranty. Like your salesperson made a mistake. You, they didn't put your warranty on your car, and you got to call this number and pay all this money. Do you have any advice for people buying new cars, especially EVs, around uh, how to avoid scams like this?
3: You get to know your warranty and what's covered on your vehicle. I mean, those they're getting better with those scammers. Um, don't if, if if it's not a repable a dealership that's reaching out to you or Kia themselves don't pay any attention to them there's so many type of scamming warranty companies out there just just disregard it when in doubt just disregard it but uh you know when you're at the dealership purchasing a vehicle you're going to get your your warranty extension offered to you if you wanted to um so yeah just if you get those in the mail if it's not Kia if it's not the dealership you purchased the vehicle from just ignore it Great advice.
2: So, uh, so Sean, we're, we're we're getting close to wrap up. I I gotta hear your thoughts on any new vehicles that you your dealership's gonna be getting, or just in general, any new EVs that you're excited about coming out
3: in the next you know four or five months. Yeah, with uh, the brands that we carry, I'm very excited about the Kia EV9. Um, that's one that's I know there's a there's a pretty big following waiting for that vehicle to come. It's the fully electric third row vehicle, so it's got the nickname as an electric Telluride. Hmm. So We own the Telluride right now, and uh, definitely considering an EV9 when that comes out. Um, The Nero EV is getting a whole new look, so that's exciting. That should be coming out uh, very soon. Um, And then uh, Chevy has a whole new lineup of EVs. So you got your Equinox, Blazer, Bolt, Bolt EUV, and then uh, your Silverado. Uh, So that's exciting. We're expecting the Sierra. And then uh, the Cadillac Celestic or Celestique. I'm not sure how they're pronouncing it. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen that, but that's becoming a reality and that's a car that's going to sell for about 300,000. So wow. excited to look at it. Not going to purchase it. <laughs> Some
4: dealerships I've heard are taking sort of informal lists of people to order that those cars. I know they kind of do that with Corvettes sometimes. Are you Is your dealership doing that? Um, so if you want to get one of the, let's say, the new Silverado, I know, um, you know, GM has, you know, Chevy has a way to sign up online. But are you guys taking, you know, sort of, again, that sort of list at the dealership for those orders as well?
3: Yeah, when the official uh, pre-ordering from GM comes out, it's first come, first serve on those special vehicles. Like the Lyric just had their special um, ordering Process just come out and it's sold within like ten minutes or something like that. So all of our allocation, the twenty nine vehicles that we were going to receive, was sold in ten minutes. But yeah, there how that works is once that official pre ordering begins, we start asking around. So we all have an idea who wants one, so we call those people right away.
2: On the EV nine, I just saw like a I don't know what you're going to call it a paparazzi photo of it wrapped. Yep. So I couldn't really see the whole car. But it looks amazing in the wrap job. Yeah. I'm I'm super excited for that thing. Do you know when it's roughly planning to come
3: out generally? So what I was reading yesterday, um, I believe it's fall of 2023. So um, okay. as long as this inflation act doesn't push it back, um, I, I still think that's that's it's on par for fall of 2023. Wow, I'm excited for that. Maybe I'll have to
2: trade in my EV6 on it.
3: We'll see. I'm sure you can find a buyer. Yeah. I've got about three that are interested. I got them on my my little call list. So nice.
1: Nice. Okay. Nice. Sean, we really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and, and chat with us. It's great talking with you. And I hope that we can do this again in the near future once we get some more EVs coming on board, like that EV9. I'd love to talk to you about it once you get your hands on it. And maybe you even get down to get some more content with you which would be really cool
3: yeah definitely i'm here for it so thank you for uh work with my schedule it got very busy at work so i appreciate it all right guys till next time yeah no problem thanks guys take care
0: thank you for listening to plug in for more make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes in the meantime check out the one-stop ev marketplace evuniverse.com until next time